0: Welcome to The Spirit Room. I'm Melissa White. And I'm Danielle Cerenc, also known as the Squamish Medium.
1: We're mediums. And moms. And we're inspired to create this space for the spiritually curious. The developing intuitive. And the soulful spirit. Welcome again to The Spirit Room. Hi everyone. Welcome to The Spirit Room. I'm here with my lovely friend Danielle. Hey everyone. Hope everyone is well and ready for another episode. Um, Today we were thinking we would love to delve into the topic of angels.
0: I love it. I love, 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 love this topic. So thank you for proposing it. Um, So I thought maybe we could just start with sharing our first ever experiences with angels.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that... Um it's uh it's interesting to look back and think about it because it seems to me I've always had that belief and always it's always been easier for me to wrap my head around um angels being with me than even spirit. You know, it's something that I felt like was just kind of ingrained in me. Um, probably because of um the Catholic uh religion and, and going to church. The first experience I can really recall would be in church um, as a young child used to go with my grandpa who's now in spirit and that was something special that we did together and i remember being in church and listening to the, the the singing you know the singing and feeling the presence of angels and i don't even know at that age how i would have Realized that that's what it was rather than anything else, but it was especially when the singings happened that was when I felt like this this intense sort of um closeness of the angels and in my in my mind and in my heart I just knew it was them and ever since then you know anytime there's any music that's like uplifting inspiring um invokes any kind of emotion in me I always feel like that's the way that they kind of connect with me is through the emotion when there's music what about for you Yeah. So
0: quite opposite actually, because angels were never in my awareness. Like I did not grow up with a religion. My parents were atheist and alien obsessed. So (laughs) I grew up watching like Star Wars and Star Trek and everything about aliens and not a religious family. I myself love churches. Like I would go to every single church in my neighborhood. I'd go to the Wednesday dinners and Sunday school and I went to Jehovah Church I went I went to everything I went to Bible camp like I was just so obsessed with religion but honestly I was like super obsessed with the ceremony of it and the paper yeah. like I loved the Bibles like the paper and the yeah. Bibles it's so, like yeah. I literally had a collection of Bibles my parents thought I was like the weirdest kid ever um so actually wasn't until I think I was about thirty two years old so this is only like five years ago and um my daughter was about one and a half at the time and I kept she kept screaming and I would go to her room, which was across the hall. And I would pass the TV with the clock on the way. It was 444 every single night, mm-hmm. every single night. And it took me about six months of this going on to finally look up 444, like 444. Yeah. And the angel number was that like, angels are around you and they're here. I'm like, oh, angels. Hey. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my daughter around them started talking and her daycare provider would call me at home and say, your daughter keeps talking about a blue angel. Like, do you know what this is about? And I was like, I have no idea because we don't even talk about angels at home. Like, so then I heard doing that. I started getting a little bit curious about angels and, you know, I got really into Kyle Gray. I've never been a huge fan of Doreen Virtue. Like her work just hasn't uh, resonated with me. Mm -hmm. But when I discovered Kyle Gray, who's like this Scottish, like babe, who's like covered in tattoos and he's like a big angel guy, I got really into his work. And getting into his work and I'm one of his certified angel guides now, but I kind of learned to talk to angels and just like kind of test it out. So I was like sitting with my daughter one day and she had this black mass on her mouth and I was freaking out. I felt like a failure of a parent. And that was the first time I ever talked to angels. And I had been reading about them for you know half a year at this time. Couldn't get a dentist appointment for four days. And so I said, okay, angels, like I heard that you are the beings who can give divine intervention. Mm -hmm. So can you please intervene on this and get rid of whatever is in my daughter's mouth because I'm feeling like the worst parent ever and put her down. And when she woke up from her nap, it was gone. Yeah. And it it was like the first time that I ever connected with it and I'm covered in shivers right now even sharing this, but the first time, like I actually felt like I experienced a miracle from angels, even though it might not seem like a lot, it felt like it because like you you say, the angels, you feel it, right?
1: Amazing. I think that's incredible. And it's, it's sort of like those miraculous experiences that help you to have that confidence and it builds that trust in that relationship. You know, there's been tons of times and it's like little things. Sometimes it's just like tiny little things that seem insignificant to me, but they, or that might seem insignificant to other people, but I will ask my angels to help me with it. And it's like every single time they come through, they literally do, you know, and I'll be like, I don't know what else to do. If I'm searching for, I find like missing items, like lost, like things that are important. Um, my, my daughter, um, same thing she's been sort of um aware of angels since she was little and it wasn't something that i taught her necessarily you know mm-hmm. um but i would say you know when even now you know when she has anxiety or she's having a particularly difficult time with something i'll be like did you ask your angels mm-hmm. and she'll be like oh yeah and she'll do it and it it brings comfort that i can't even really put into words like i even find this topic difficult to even articulate because it's just such a profound feeling Mm -hmm. that it's hard to even express. Um, but you know, when you've been in the presence of an angel, you know, that they've helped. Yeah. I mean,
0: my first business card when I launched in 2000, I think 14 or 15 said angel reader, because I got that into angels. (laughs) what What I found with angel work is like, I don't know if this was the same experience for you, but I would sit with a reading and the angels wouldn't come through. And then I decided that the angels just like literally come through when they're meant to. It's like yeah. I couldn't like summon them and be like, "Oh, this person wants to connect to their angels." And yeah, I was just like, "Uh, oh, like it's just not coming through for them." And and then I've had people sit with me like men who I was their first ever reader, and mm-hmm. they're super skeptical. And then the angels come through for them. I'm like, seriously, you're gonna get me talk to angels about this like guy who yeah. like builds cars, like. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I know. And I think, you know what I think too? I think that the angels get kind of a bad reputation in a way. It's like people think that if you connect with angels, you're kind of like extra woo-woo. You're like Mm -hmm. extra out there and they find it's too fluffy and it's too this and it's too that. And I actually feel like people should not discriminate (laughs) against angels. First of all, they are so powerful. And just because they're like beautiful beings and they're full of light and they're like unconditional love, it doesn't mean they're not also like powerful beings, warriors of light, like majorly amazing, you know, and I think people sometimes discount, um, Mm -hmm. the angels or think that like, basically it's kind of like, oh, if you believe in angels or you connect with angels, you're sort of like, mm, like second tier, you know what I mean? Yeah. So there's yeah. a lot of discrimination I find. And I'm just like, wow, if you can invite the presence of angels, invoke angels into your life, there's so much healing that can happen. Absolutely. You know?
0: Yeah. And I, I, I want to hear from you after I have a question for you mm-hmm. that maybe we can both answer. I sure. agree with you and I, I will admit I have been guilty of judging the angel work um, before i became aware of the angel connection myself because yep. of dream virtue like i just um, thought she was so out there i was like okay like Do
1: you know what's funny though is that's how i got into angels was through her books and even though i did always find yes yeah, she was a little out there um You know, uh, I did resonate with a lot of the things she taught about how to feel them, how to connect with them, what it feels like to be in the presence of angels. So I'll always honor, you know, that part of my learning. I mean, I got certified as an angel card reader um, with her in the beginning before I started even connecting with spirit. So it was kind of like my gateway into the spirit work and into mediumship medium our spirit started coming through when I was giving people angel card readings you know so I kind of have to have to admit that I was you know a student um (laughs) so
0: I know and I'm not trying to poo-poo on it because I I think about like 80% of my students love Doreen, and that's perfectly fine. I don't judge anymore, but of course we know what happened (laughs) since 2006.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: It's been a little bit of a journey to watch, and um, if people don't know, she had an experience with Jesus and went born again Christian and now devoutly speaks against all the work that she's done in the past, but I know for – she really brought – you know, angels to the mainstream and and made it a regular conversation. I think she's Hay House's number one ever selling author. Um, So she did a lot of incredible work and I don't want to discount the impact that she's had on the spiritual world. I think it was talking about mermaids that kind of threw me off. I think hearing all that, like I just couldn't get there. Because I, I bloomed late in life, right? Like, I think I was, like, 31 when I kind of, like, woke up. And so I was, yeah. like, pretty late in life yeah. Um, compared to, like, a lot of our
1: peers. Well, same with me. That was about the same age, 32-ish. Um, so I, I get it. But, yeah, no, it's, it's like, sometimes I'm like, oh, do I really want to put that out there? But but it, it was a part of my development. And, yeah, I don't know. I found I, I did gain a lot through um, her books. But the, um, the, te- the other, one of the other authors that's, um, really pro- profound, um, have you read anything by Lorna Byrne?
0: I listened to her audiobook Angels in My Hair. Yeah. Yeah. And I loved yeah. it. I, in, yeah. I listened to the audiobook. um. It's free on the Libby app for those who are interested in, oh, cool. in listening to it. The audiobook is free with your library card on the Libby cool. app. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed that book. I thought it was a very humbled view of it. Yeah. Um, you know, definitely not somebody who's like trying to strike it rich or anything like that yeah. off angels. And yeah, yeah, I felt it was very sincere. It was a, it was a really great book. So yeah. I guess my question for you was um, like just getting into the details. What is mm. it? feel like for you when angels connect with you? Like, what do you feel physically, like emotionally? Uh,
1: Well, really what it feels like is almost like um, a fluttering in my chest, like almost like my heart, like starts beating a little faster. It kind of feels like this quickening of the vibration, quickening of the energy. Um, I often will get like um, almost like tingly kind of sensation, Um, and there's also just a warmth. It's like a sense of like this warmth and the safety and a feeling of like, almost like bliss kind of, you know, like, it's just like an amazing kind of, um, high, high vibration that is so unique. It's like different than when you connect with spirit in a way it's higher, it's maybe a bit finer vibration. Um, and it's just beautiful. What about you?
0: It's very similar to me. Like, the way I describe any spirit coming around me, it's like, you know, when you're in like 14 years old and you're about to see the boy that you like the next day and you feel like throwing up, like I get that kind of like barfy sensation, that butterfly sensation. Yeah. And then when angels come in and connect, I actually don't realize how high the vibration goes until I come down. Mm-mm. Like it's such a slow, easy, natural progression to connect with angels, way higher than connecting with departed loved ones. Like the yeah. vibrational difference is like night and day for me. Yeah. But I don't actually realize how high you go in that vibrational state until you kind of disconnect and you come back down, and you're like, "Whoa, that was really intense." Like mm-hmm. really intense and um I think the first few times I calibrated with that energy, it was like Really intense for me now, it's like a little bit more subtle, but I get very much the same like that bliss state. I feel high, I feel dizzy, mm-hmm. I feel like I talk slower because I'm usually a really fast talker, especially in my readings. But when I talk yeah, through angels' words, I talk a bit slower, a bit more purposeful. Like it, it's a totally different connection, and it's I love it. I mean, if I could just do angel readings. That would be amazing. It's, it's
1: beautiful. It's party. so healing. And you know what they – it kind of compares to what I feel like when I connect with um, babies or, or um – Uh, babies in spirit, or miscarried babies, or children in spirit, Mm -hmm. it's similar to that vibration that I feel when I connect with angels. Um, So it's kind of, it's kind of, yeah, they kind of feel the same. And then the other thing is funny, what you're saying about that barfy feeling, you know, it's the same as like before you would see the boy that you like in school. I actually feel when I was like 13, 14 years old, that my angels were like, helping me get the boyfriend I wanted when I was that age because (laughs) I, I would, that's when I started seeing 1111 all the time. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I would like pray, but it wasn't like I was saying, dear God, I was basically just like putting it out there to the universe, like what I wanted. Like I wanted to manifest this relationship with this one specific boy. And I did. And it was, like, anytime I needed to, like, I wanted to see him, if I thought I was, like, extra cute one day, I'd be, like, putting it out there, and then he'd, like, walk around the corner. Or I'd be exactly where I needed to be to have, like, a conversation with him. And I <laughs> feel really like, those angels were guiding me. And it was that feeling of, like, Ugh. like so, like, <laughs> nervous butterflies and the rest of it. So, anyways. Yeah. That's- a little yeah,
0: aside. No, I feel like that even like, um, you know, as a medium, like a practicing medium. So if I was having sessions early on, I would get that barfy feeling like a week before my readings. Right. And then eventually it would be like a couple of days before the readings. And it's like a couple hours before the reading. And now I get that barfy feeling like as my client's walking up the steps yeah. to my house, yeah. it's like that. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the weirdest thing I'm like okay spirit is here because I feel like barfing I'm like it's the weirdest sensation.
1: certainly uh yeah it's like uncomfortable kind of excited slash terrified
0: yeah yeah and you know I don't do past life stuff very much but when I went through Kyle Gray certified angel guide course um we had to do these exercises with people where a session really, and I tested it just on a few friends. It's not something I, I offer right now. Yeah. Um, Cause I, I need to kind of like practice and kind of get to know this a little bit better. But when I put my hands on someone through this, the way the program teaches you a lot of past life stuff comes and that's through like the angel's eyes and what the past life stuff that comes through is like unresolved fears that come up in this life that, yeah. Don't, you can't pin it to anything that's happened in this life. So I found it interesting that my work with the angels has
1: really been past life related too. Yep. I could see that. Um, and I think that, yeah, we're so different in that because I'm like, I well, not different. I actually felt the same way when I first started getting the past life information. I was kind of like, what is this? You know, it kind of, I felt like I needed to like understand it more or you know, be more sure, but as you keep, as I've continued to just kind of bring it up when it's appropriate, when it's, when it's applicable, it's almost like you'll always get the reason why and how it applies and the purpose for it, you know, so it's, it is interesting how it all kind of fits together. Um, I don't know if mine would be connected so much to the angels, but I mean, certainly they want to bring through the healing, you know, so I could see it, you know, like, that they would sort of offer that insight.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I love the way that you keep talking about the angels being healing because like I haven't explored Reiki or that kind of healing stuff yet. Like my, my development has been purely focused on mediumship and then, um, you know, I guess the angel stuff, but I love how you keep, talking about it being like a healing experience for people. Like I'm gonna test that next time. Like because I have a woman's circle. Like I we sit in circle every other Friday. And like I might bring the angels through just to kind of see what kind of healing can come. Yeah. Because um, I've never called them in for anything like that. I always I call them in a lot for parking spots. Yeah. A lot if I lose shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> like and I I talk about angels a lot with my daughter obviously and so yeah, maybe I'll explore a little bit more, like how else I can bring through some healing, and then yeah. I, and then yeah, you know, I, I won't get into Mother Mary or anything like that, but. Yeah. I experience a lot of healing with mother Mary energy. Like yeah. anytime I need myself healed or my children healed, like I, I tend to call in mother Mary energy because yeah. I've experienced a lot of miracles with her. Totally. Um,
1: it's interesting queen of that angels. That they call her queen of angels, right? Yeah. Oh, exactly. Um, the, um, the, the circle thing and our, my development circles, uh, angels, I bring them in almost every single time. And when we're, especially through meditation, And it's funny, I had a mentorship group the other day and I had brought the angels in and basically afterwards, everyone felt totally high Mm -hmm. and totally like they needed, like they were dizzy, lightheaded, like I think we went higher than than anticipated or higher than I expected. Um, and so the energy did take a while to kind of like come back into the physical body, like kind of settle back into a a normal kind of, um, energy to work with. So I think especially in a group, it can really, really, um, amplify that energy and go, you can go really high up in the vibration. So it's kind of, yeah, it's cool to experiment with that. I would, I would bring it in and see. Yeah, I did bring them in once for this group.
0: I had the same group of women for like three years. And on our last class, I'm like, let's bring in in. Like angels were definitely making themselves aware. I'm like, we need to call in the angels right now. And like everyone was sobbing, like yes. just like crying. Like you're so overwhelmed with love. Mm-hmm. like just like love like i think there was somewhere i read that um like the definition of angel is like god's love right yeah. like they're just like a, an expression of god's love and mm-hmm. i know like one of the main messages that they bring through in readings that i do with them is around like seeing yourself lovingly through the eyes of your angels right like if you yeah. could see yourself the way that your angels see you you would have no doubt about self love and you would love yourself fiercely and when we love ourselves there's a healing that occurs just within that because I feel like a lot of our our pain and suffering is because we we don't love ourselves like we could. I
1: agree. I agree. Um, yeah, I find with students and sometimes with clients, people do wonder, like, what actually the difference is. Because I think sometimes people expect, if you say you're going to do an angel reading, that you're going to – it's the same as bringing through loved ones from spirit. Like, they're actual people that they've they've known and loved. Um, and so I guess, I mean, the only way that I could kind of explain it is that it's it's – angels are pure love, pure light. They've never – I don't feel they've known anything other than that. You know, it's like they come straight from God. So there's no, you know, it, it, they're unconditional love and they're, they're completely there for us. They're like the best friend you could ever ask for mm-hmm. because they will never let you down. They will never betray you. They will never not love you. It doesn't matter what you do, what you say, they're going to, they're going to have compassion for you. Um, whereas I think, you know, it's a different, it's a different vibration than those that we've loved in spirit. It's different.
0: Yeah. And I guess one of the philosophies, like I've read through Kyle Gray um, Mm -hmm. was that, you know, angels don't incarnate. So they haven't had the tribulations that we've had through these human experiences, but there are two angels. It's Metatron and Sandalphon Mm -hmm. who have had human experiences. Right. Um, that's just in the teachings of, of him. I yeah. don't know if it was the same for Doreen. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The Sandalfon's the one I call on to help me find stuff, right? And
1: okay. I usually call on Shamuel for that. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. I
0: called oh. fawn. I lost um, my sacred shawl one time. My friend spent two hundred hours making it. It has over two thousand glass beads on it.
1: Oh my gosh! And
0: um, I lost it one day, and I—I I mean, I felt sick. I thought I was going to throw up. I mean, I went white, and yes. so I sat on the end of my bed, and I called in my grandmother's because I work with my grandmother's a lot, and I called in um, sandal fawn and I said, I, "I need to find this shawl," and you know, I I mean, I was crying and I kept hearing in my own mind, which is how spirit communicates with me. They're like, just relax. You will find it. It will be found. And so I had to surrender and trust to that inner whisper from them. And two days later I got a call from a venue I'd rented to do readings and they said, Oh, we found your shawl. I'm like, thank God. I'm like, I can't believe I lost it for one, but yeah. So that was something cool that I experienced with Sandalphon. So let's go through maybe a couple
1: of the angels that we
0: call in and what we call them in for. Sure, sure.
1: Um, Well, Archangel Michael, I find, is like, I don't know, he's like protector. He is like confidence giver. Um, I find him very, very helpful when I'm feeling fearful or I'm feeling like I just can't. I can't figure out a way, you know. I also um, he's really. I I call him in when it's like stuff to do with my kids as well. I really feel like I send him to school with my kids most days, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, And if I feel like there's somebody that just needs extra boot, an extra of um, confidence or extra boost of energy, like I'll just ask him to to go along um, and be with them. But I just find his energy is so. I don't know, it's like powerful, but it's also loving, you know, so it's kind of that beautiful mixture of both. And I, I find that he inspires a lot of confidence. What about you?
0: Yeah, I call in Archangel Haniel when I'm doing my moon work, because I do a lot of moon work, like every moon phase, I'm, I'm doing something ceremonial with it. So I call in Archangel Haniel for that. Sandalphon for losing things I do Archangel Michael when I need some protection um, or just some cord cutting um, I do Raphael of course for um, healing and Gabriel when I want to find my voice um, or I'm having communication things um, I call in Raziel when I'm wanting to develop he, I consider him to be the teacher angel so it's like help me with these gifts um, I call him Metatron for my kids Um, and you know, mother Mary, queen of angels. I mean, I'm just so obsessed with her and I'm, uh, you're so lucky to grow up Catholic with her because I didn't experience her until like three years ago. And I, I don't think I've ever experienced more miracles in my life than, than working with her energy, a very divine feminine, very nurturing and caring. And just like, you know, you talk about unconditional love and that's the vibe that I get from her. Yeah. Um, I think that's all I can think of on the top of my head. But something I do do, because you can kind of like test your angels a little bit. Mm -hmm. Again, parking spots for me is like one of the, like in Squamish, it's impossible to find parking spots, right? Impossible. And so I'll say, I I use affirmative prayer. So I'm like, thank you, angels, for helping me find like the best possible parking spot. Mm -hmm. And um, I'll park somewhere to play safe. And I hear within my mind, which is how they communicate with me, keep going. There's one closer. And sometimes I'll listen and sometimes I won't and every time I don't there is one like right in front of where I was going and I didn't listen (laughs) Uh um or I'll ask KJ I'm like KJ my daughter like Mm -hmm. ask the angels for a good spot they listen to you and she'll be like angels thank you for finding us a spot and she'll either say yes or no like they said no yeah (laughs) yeah that's awesome I love that
1: and they communicate to To me, through my thoughts as well, oftentimes through the claircognizance, Um, also through the clairsentience, right? So just feeling them. Um, Yeah, I was going to say something about that. What was it? Something about. Oh, uh, Archangel Ariel, I find um, very much calling upon Archangel Ariel for manifestation and for like assistance in sort of pushing through challenges and like obstacles. I find her to be really powerful. Some people see. Archangel Ariel is male. Some people see her as female. Mm-hmm. I feel like none of them really have gender anyway, but I associate Ariel more with the feminine qualities. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's another one um, that I'll I'll connect with. Um, I always find like when we're, like if I'm driving with my daughter, and you know, sometimes you see someone who's, um, like struggling homeless or like, you know, asking for money. And I mean, we don't, we can't always give or can't always stop, but we usually would. Um, But if we happen to not be able to, my daughter gets upset. Like she really, really like wants to every single time, Mm -hmm. especially if they have like a dog or an animal, like she just really, really, like she just feels that so intensely that need to give. And um, when we can't, especially, I'll just say, okay, ask your angels, send your angels to, send angels to them, you know, send them a blessing with, send the angels to them to be there with them, you know, ask the angels to bless them. And then I find that something that you can do. It takes two seconds, but it's really powerful. And I know that it, it happens, you know, it's such a, a powerful thing just to, to send that thought, you know, intentionally.
0: Yeah. And have you seen in your readings, like, because from what I read, and I, I believe it up to this point because I haven't seen anything different yet, mm-hmm. um, but I'm flexible like I always am. But what I've seen angels come through for evidence in my mediumship sessions mm-hmm. has been really near misses and like, you know, life-saving yeah. experiences. So yeah. the the philosophy around them being the ones who can intervene on your path um, again, is that charted? Is it not charted? Right. Like this is kind of like the big concepts that I, I kind of get like lost in because I'm so detailed, yeah. but I, I have seen angels come through saying things like you should have died in that car accident, but you didn't. Yeah. And like they were there around you, protecting you.
1: Yeah. Lots of times I find people want to say like, Oh, was my grandpa the one who saved me? And I mean, I'll always it usually come through like, yeah, he was there but actually it was your angels. Do you know what I mean? They're the ones who actually like pulled you out of that situation or gave you the courage to 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 you know get out of that situation or intervene so that you know you were you weren't hit or that you could have died but you actually walked out of that accident or whatever the case. So I do believe that they have almost like a higher authority, you know, they have more ability to to come in. I think they can only intervene without our consent when it's something like that, when it's something uh, life or death or something that is not supposed to occur, you know, something that they they need to kind of intervene on. Um, But people often don't realize that you do have to call them and you do have to ask them, you know, we have free will as humans. So um, to expect that they're just you know, you don't call them in one time and then say, like, that's a blanket statement you know what I mean? for the rest of your life. Um, you do have to specifically ask, you know, what what you're needing help with. And they can't solve it for you. They can't give you the answer, um, but they can certainly work on your behalf and guide you and comfort you and support you, encourage you um, and create miracles. You know, there's, there's no limit to the, the miracles that they can they can bring into your life. Yeah, I'm really
0: glad you mentioned that because that's the same philosophy, like I'm I'm aware of too. Like you have to call them in because of that divine free will. And they'll only intervene if it's for the highest and greatest good of all involved. It's not like yeah. you can like be like, angels, thanks for making my ex-husband broke, right? Like Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, they're not they're not about that. No, no. <laughs> it's like truly like if it's for the highest and greatest good of all involved,
1: right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. And and I think, you know sometimes people get frustrated. They think, well, I did ask and you know, this still happened. Like if my angels were there, why, why did I have to go through this completely tragic situation? And it's like, they cannot prevent us from experiencing challenges or difficulty. That's, that's not what they're there for. Um, there's some things we will need to go through regardless of, you know our path. We're still going to have to go through some difficulty, um, but certainly that they can help us to go through these obstacles and and to do it in a way that, you know, we feel supported. They're they're to me they're an extension of of God. You know, absolutely, absolutely. I love that. So
0: how can we tell people to start connecting with their angels so they have something to walk away with um, that they can actively do. I mean,
1: I think that talking to them, like actually like creating a friendship with them and you don't need to know every single name of every single archangel in order to do it. You could just be like, hey angels, um, this is what I'm working on. Can you help me with this today? Can you help me to feel you in my life? You know, and it's just bringing, calling them in and asking them to be there. Um, I would say if you're going to spend time in nature, that's one of the most amazing, beautiful ways to sense the angelic presence. Um, One of my favorite experiences, I think I may have talked to you about it before, but was um, when I was in Ireland, laying on the on the grass um, by the castle that we were at, and we we're doing a healing session, and like closing my eyes and feeling the energy, and then at one point just feeling guided to open my eyes, looking up and seeing literally millions of sparkling. Dancing lights in the sky. And I knew without a doubt that was such a congregation of angels all in one spot, you know? Mm-hmm. And I often will see those sparkly lights, not to that extent, but especially when I'm near water, especially near um, beautiful places in nature. So I would say give yourself a chance to, to get out there and enjoy nature. Um, and you know, if you know you're going to be going out for a walk or something, say to your angels, "I'm going out at around one, like, will you come with me? Will you experience this this time with me?" And, and you know, see if you don't have an experience with them?"
0: Yeah, no, I love that, and you know, I think of Ireland too as probably being a real hot spot for angels because of the beliefs, right? Yeah, out there, and like just like I know it's a very um you know even just like active, energetically area because people just like fully believe in, in this kind of stuff. Right.
1: It's like magical, like everything that you think it is and more, it's like the most amazing place. Like I can't wait to go back.
0: Yeah, I want to go. I mean, I used to go to Scotland every year. Like, used to go to Hogmanay yep. every single year and be in Edinburgh and Glasgow. Yep. And I never made it over to Ireland. I'm like, I need to go to Ireland. I want to see Wales. Like,
1: I want to go to Scotland. So maybe we should oh, go together.
0: I love – Edinburgh is my favorite city in the entire world. Like, hey, in take the me. entire world. Take me. Let's do it. I, I got my ears pierced there. I was drunk in Scotland on New Year's <laughs> one time. And I, I was 24 and I was like, I'm getting my ears pierced. Like, For the <laughs> first time in my life. Yeah, just live music and just, I had yeah. my first curry there. Like I, yeah. in the history, we don't have that where we live. Right. In Canada, no, like it's, different. it's a different history. So <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's cool. So my advice around connecting with angels, is much like Melissa is talking to them. It mm-hmm. doesn't have to be this big ceremonial ordeal. It's like, literally like Melissa said earlier, talking to your best friend.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I try to just because of the vibration of angels, I try to use affirmative talking. So it's not mm-hmm. like, you know, help me get out of this like from this yes. place of desperation. It's like yes. thank you angels for showing me my way out of this. And it's it's like this higher vibration because you're wanting to acclimate to that vibration that they live in to access them a bit easier. Um so that's how I kind of like word my languages yes. with the spirit uh with angels, but I also recommend if you are interested in getting to know angels again, you know, there's a lot of teachers out there but Pick an angel deck that you resonate with, um, the art and just like the feel. Go touch them, go feel them. A lot of these metaphysical stores have them all out, so you can actually look through them, and then just pull one up, like on your altar or on your nightstand table. Just pull one at a time. Pay attention to how that angel makes you feel, like do you feel it in your heart? Do you feel it in your throat? Do you get a lot of ideas? And that's how the angels working with you. Like me and Melissa talked earlier, we go to two different angels when we lose things, but that's because of our personal experience with them, that they're just our go-to in that area. But that's a very personal experience. So that's one way to kind of get to know the angels a little bit more. I truly believe too, that like angels don't really care what you call them.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Like you can
0: just like, call them Betsy if you want. It's like they will still come, right? They'll still be there. And then just get used to sitting in that energy with them and and feel the blessings and really manage your expectations too, right? Because we might expect something because of something we heard somebody else say, and we're all going to experience angels slightly differently. So just like be open to receiving however they come through and, and enjoy it. And as you sit there with devotion and dedication to connecting with their energy it will become more potent. It will become more apparent like as you go along.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um And it's, yeah, one of the things I used to do too is an angel deck that I had, I can't remember, I think it was one of Doreen's. It was the purple one, like daily guidance from your angels. I would just pull a card every morning before, I, like when I was getting ready to go and I would look at it and I would say, okay, that's interesting. And then I go about my day. And then at the end of the day, I'd go back to that card and look at it and like nine times out of 10, they were giving me some kind of insight, some kind of preparation for something that I would encounter that day, you know, and it really helped me to have confidence in them that they knew, like they knew what they were talking about and that, you know, they were already on top of it. They already knew what I was going to encounter every day. So that helped me to build trust. So that's another idea you could do just a daily card of the day kind of thing
0: absolutely absolutely that's why angel cards are there Mm -hmm. cool well any last thoughts on angels or anything that you know the thing is when you do podcasting afterwards you're like oh I could have talked about this could talk
1: about this well I always think you're so good with your examples and stories I forget it's to me it's like my mind is such a sometimes it's such a blur of all these experiences and I know that I've had so many amazing ones with angels but it's like yeah trying to pinpoint. (laughs) trying to pinpoint them but I think we could probably even do another whole episode on them you know there's so much there's so much that we could talk about um I really think that music is is Mm -hmm. one of the most beautiful ways to connect with them so um if ever you're you're struggling with your vibration and you do want to raise it up and you do want to connect with angels, play something beautiful. Um, There's a beautiful song called Heaven's Window uh, and it's by Peter Kater, um, K-A-T-E-R. And if you look it up on uh, iTunes, you can find it. And that, I find, is a really beautiful one to bring in angels. Um, The Debbie Prayer, um is a beautiful one as well that I feel like you can really feel the presence of angels so it's something that I would say they they do tend to be really attracted to that beautiful high vibrational music I, I couldn't agree more I could
0: not agree more I'm so glad that you mentioned that I think um the last thought that I have on it is um and you might you might um experience this too but from what I've seen of children and animals passing it's angels that greet them and help them transition. Mm-hmm. You know i would I mean?
1: agree yeah would especially agree. animals yeah and the connection between animals children and angels is incredible mm-hmm. it's it's incredible yeah absolutely
0: yeah and um i guess the resources i would probably share is like one of my favorite resources is kyle gray's angel prayers book he just mm-hmm redid it so that includes things around like the lgbtq and it's like oh, cool. way more inclusive yeah um but it's just like basically you know major archangels and like different um ways that you could pray to them just as samples because sometimes they're not like you know strict but it's like yeah. oh that's like a beautiful way of like phrasing it. it's just a very high vibe book yeah um and it's a beautiful book i let my notes so i i don't i couldn't show you right now because me mel are on video <laughs> um, i highly recommend that resource um and there was one more i kind of had in my mind i can't think of but um i don't know the thing i really wanted to mention too is that we today we launched the podcast like we started socializing it so the first six episodes are launched but we have a community so we have a community called the spirit room podcast community And you can link to it from my Instagram at Squamish medium, or if you go to Melissa's Facebook and look at her previous post, she links it as well, but join us in the community because we would love to hear from you guys on how you to connect with angels, how you experience them and you know, any stories that you have to share and miracles that you've provided from them. So, you know, keep the conversation going. We created this community so we can continue these conversations Um, and it will help inspire us maybe for like the next episode too.
1: Oh, definitely, and I think that anytime you can kind of bring people together and have these open and honest conversations and just um – um you know, find some, find some place of more insight and more inspiration. Uh, I think it's such a valuable thing to, to have. So totally looking forward to connecting with you guys. We will be active in there. We'll be posting, we'll be answering stuff. So yeah, feel free to post whatever, whatever you like. Um, And, and we'll go from there. It's exciting. I'm, I'm excited that we launched our, our baby today. I know. I mean, they don't know the back end, but I think we've been recording since August. Yeah, I mean, we have. It's just like time goes by so fast, but it's um, it's good. We're on we're on schedule now for weekly episodes to come out. So that's really that's really cool.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think we're gonna record every Wednesday, so it will be uploaded either every Wednesday or fr- or Thursday. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we're we're committed. We we've got yeah. it locked down in our in our agendas. So. <laughs>
1: Which is actually miraculous. That's like, thank you angels." Like we, we were able to do that. So I think this is going to be cool. It's a creative endeavor which feels really, really good for my soul at this time, and it feels good to be doing it together. So I really thank you for, for having me uh, as part of your part of your podcasting.
0: No, and you know, I wanted to do this with you for a very, very, very long time. I knew that we would have a podcast. I love podcasting. Again, just the whole creative aspect of it um feeds your soul, right? Like it's almost like we're receiving, even though we're giving. It's just a beautiful experience. I think everyone should have a podcast.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I think so too. I think you're right. It's like therapeutic. It is for sure. So, I
0: know that you mentioned that you wanted to end the episodes on um, quotes. So, you, you mentioned that you have a quote.
1: Yes, this is one that I wanted to leave you guys with. If I could just find it here, one sec. So, it's Maya Angelou. And she said, The quality of strength lined with tenderness is an unbeatable combination. And I love it. I feel like that's something that we're, well, maybe all of us are striving for is to have that inner strength, the resilience that we need, but also to embody tenderness at the same time. And I love that we don't need to choose between being a warrior or being a nurturer. We can be both. And so that's what I would, that's what I would want to leave you guys with. I love it. All right. Well,
0: thinking about it now, I'll end you guys with the Maya Angelou quote as well. Who's an angel in heaven now for sure. (laughs) Um, So people won't remember what you said or what you did. They'll remember how you made them feel. And I feel that that is very powerful because of the topic that we had today. Me and Melissa talked a lot about how angels will come through thoughts, but they'll come through a feeling as well. And people feel their presence. And so we can't discount that our vibes often speak louder than our words. And so we need to be very mindful and and be choosy on how we want to expand and share our vibes in the world.
1: Yes, 100%. I love that. And it's so true. It's like when you look back on your most amazing teachers or most amazing experiences, most amazing memories, it's always about what you felt. Mm-hmm. It's not really what you were doing or even what you were learning. It's like what you felt in that moment.
0: Yeah, definitely. Your body is wise, it stores a lot of memory and it remembers the vibes, right? It remembers the yeah. feels. So, anyways, yay. So, thank you for joining us for another episode in the spirit room. Yes, take care, everyone, and we'll talk to you soon.